Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself. Not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast today, or welcome if this is your first time joining us. This is another episode of our monthly wellness goals. It's November. November has my favorite holiday, which is Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving because it's just about spending time with family, at least in my family. That's how I've always felt about it. On my dad's side of the family, I have a decent amount of aunts and uncles and cousins and such. And, you know, it's hard for everyone, especially now that all of my cousins are older, for all of us to get together. And, you know, usually there's a few people that still can't make it, but it is one of the very few times, maybe one of the only two times a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas, where we're all together. And I just love that. It's one of my favorite days of the year, which actually for my dad's side of the family is always on the Friday, right after Thanksgiving. So Black Friday. And let me tell you, going to a second Thanksgiving instead of Black Friday shopping, 10 out of 10 would highly, highly recommend. Now, I know the holidays can tend to bring on a lot of stress for many people, and this podcast actually has a lot of listeners outside the U.S., which I think is awesome. So there's not the added stress of Thanksgiving, maybe in November for you, but I know there are still a lot of holidays going on this time of year, whether it is traditional for your country to celebrate a day or a celebration or a tradition for your beliefs. This time of year gets extra hectic and that's when we start to dismiss our wellness, right? So let's get into our wellness goals for November. Our first goal for the month is to manage your stress. We were just talking about stress, right? We all have stress, but it's one of those things that's different for everyone. Your stress is unique to you. Yay, right? But it's true. And while stress does have a generally negative connotation to it, there is good stress. Good stress can be motivating, it can help you focus, and it can even inspire you. Bad stress can burn you out, cause anxiety, can cause trouble sleeping, you can have distractions, etc., so on. So leverage the good and manage the bad. Notice what types of stress you're experiencing. Know the cause of your stress, and that one can be a little difficult sometimes to figure out. Stress management and the way you deal with stress best can take some trial and error and experimenting. I mean, people who love yoga love to say how great it is for stress and like, now woe to my yogis out there. Before you get feisty, I love yoga too. It's something I love to use for stress management, but that doesn't make it right for everyone or even the go-to. So just because your cousin is always saying how great yoga is for her stress and how she feels so great and blah, 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 doesn't make it right for you. Doesn't mean you need to whip out your yoga mat or go to any sort of yoga class. You might hate yoga and that's okay. I mean, I hear a lot about how great meditation is for stress and 
y'all know my feelings on meditation. I, I want to like it. I really do. I just can't get into it. Anyways, some ideas for stress management are journal, just write it down, voice vent, whether to your significant other, your friend, or just the voice recorder on your phone, getting it all out vocally can be so relieving. And a lot of us do this naturally when we come home. Oh, you would not believe the day I had. But maybe actively realizing that you're kind of burning off this stress through voice venting. Next is to spend time in nature. There's aromatherapy. I admittedly know nothing about aromatherapy. However, for some, I hear that it is an absolute lifesaver. Music, put on your favorites, throwbacks, calming, some 2000s emo, whatever you want to listen to. Even better, put on music and go for a drive. This was actually my go-to in college when I was feeling really stressed. Now I feel guilty about my carbon footprint and just driving around without really going anywhere. But, you know, maybe, maybe once in a long while. Next one is movement. I mean, come on, you knew this one was going to be on this list here. Go for a walk, swim, lift heavy ass things, sweat buckets in a cycling class. There are endless options out there. What movement works as a stress reliever for you? Next is to cuddle with your fur babies. And another is to delegate. Work, chores, tasks, delegate to others when and what you can. There are so many breathing exercises out there, but let me just share two with you very quickly. So number one, place one hand on your belly, one hand on your chest. Breathe in through your nose, letting your belly move out, but not your chest. So you're really breathing deep here. You want to purse your lips and exhale, pushing all of the air out. Take it nice and slow and repeat it three to 10 times. That's it for that one. And number two is the five, five, five. So breathe in for a count of five, hold for a count of five, breathe out for a count of five, and repeat that, you know, three to 10 times or however many times as well. The next one is to organize your stress. If you're stressed over everything you have to do, but don't know where to start, organize it and break it down. Create a to-do list or schedule how and when you will handle what's on your plate. Organizing it can help you tackle it. The next is to find support. Talk to your partner, your friend, your mom, your therapist, whoever, but find and lean on that support when you need it. Okay, realize what you can versus can't control. This is a big one. Whatever is causing you stress, break it into two categories. Control versus can't control. Focus on what you can control and try to let go or at least deal with or handle what you can't. And then the final one is to set boundaries. Say no. Refuse invitations if you want to. Refuse to take on tasks that aren't necessary. Your family loves some recipe that takes ridiculous amounts of time and effort? Well, maybe it's just not on the menu this year. Or if you always organize the school fall festival and you are just stressed to your max this year, maybe it's time to pass the torch. So there are a lot of different ways to manage your stress. Let me know which one on this list gave you a new idea or let me know your favorite stress reliever. You can tag me on your IG stories at Unstoppable Moms Fitness and I might share it out so that others can get that same idea. 
We have a lot of stress in our lives and there are so many different ways to relieve it and help it and manage it. So always getting new ideas is never a bad thing. All right, week two. This week it is to celebrate fall produce. Summer gets all the credit for having the best, freshest produce. And don't get me wrong, all the produce available during summer months definitely contributes to why it's my favorite season. So then we get into fall and we're maybe feeling a little lackluster for produce, but there are still so many options. If you shop at a local store or a farmer's market for your produce, you'll notice the change in availability much more as large grocery stores typically have the resources to bring in fruits and vegetables grown from far away in climates that are more accommodating to year round or at least longer season growth. But shopping in season can be way more economical and flavorful. There is a reason I do not buy blueberries in winter. They're extremely expensive and they don't even taste very good. Now, some on this list like carrots might be available year round, but look for more varieties that might only be available seasonally. Or like apples, instead of the few that are always available, try one of the seasonal options that could be way tastier. So here is some of the produce available in fall. Apples, arugula, beets, broccoli, yes, it actually does have a season, broccoli rob, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, shard, celery, collard greens, cranberries, grapes, green beans, herbs such as rosemary, parsley, thyme, and sage, kale, leeks, lemons, limes, I know, surprising, right? Mushrooms, parsnips, pears, peas, peppers, the sweet and the spicy kind, potatoes, pumpkin, radishes, rutabagas, spinach, sweet potatoes, turnips, winter squash, and zucchini. I hope at least one or two of those on that list sparked your interest. And this week, take a little time to see what's interesting in your grocery store and find a new recipe to try using fall produce. All right, moving on to week three. Try a new exercise. We've had this goal before, but I think it's a good one to bring back. Try a new form of movement this week or... You know what? We'll make it easier. We'll make it more manageable, I guess. And you can also have the goal of revisit movement you haven't done in a while. If your bike is collecting cobwebs in the garage, go for a ride. Take a class. Try something on your own like rollerblading or kayaking. You could even just mix up your walking. Instead of a steady pace walk, walk as fast as you can for one minute and then walk at a steady pace for a minute. There are so, so many free workouts available online or with apps. Searching for the level you want to start at and your time limit is really useful, such as 20-minute beginner Pilates workout. If you listened to last week's episode with Ashley Patton, maybe she sparked your interest in trying out Pilates. Give that a try. I think that's actually the one that I'm going to do. So I'm going to revisit something I haven't done in a while. I used to actually do Pilates a lot, but I think the last time I did it was probably four or five years ago. So it has definitely been a while. So I'm going to revisit that one because it, it really does make my body feel good. So if you'd like to try out Pilates with me this week. So there's tennis, dance, Tai Chi, CrossFit, lifting weights, using resistance bands, swimming, paddle boarding, any kind of sport, hiking, yoga, chair exercises, pole dance, whatever. Your options are endless. Try a new exercise this week or revisit one you haven't done in a while. 
And week four, our goal for the week is to be mindful. This week will be Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and that's when we can start to stress about food or feel guilty about food the day after. Emotions can range from mild to severe, and it can be difficult for a lot of people. So our goal this week is simply to be mindful, mindful of your thoughts, your emotions, your stress, how you're talking to yourself, the choices you're making, and how you're reacting to those choices. When I say be mindful of the choices you're making, I'm not talking about your choices in food. I mean your choices about or around food. For example, it is unfortunately not uncommon for people to extremely restrict their calorie intake in the days before Thanksgiving. There's a difference between trying to make well-balanced meals that might be a little heavier on the veggies in the days beforehand and just not eating even though you're hungry because you're trying to quote unquote save your calories. I don't believe it supports a positive relationship with food. You're thinking I'm going to be hungry and not eat now on purpose so that I won't feel guilty for eating later. So being mindful of that. And overeating is also something to remain mindful of. Do you think that you overate because you had a piece of pie? Apple over pumpkin, by the way, all day. Apple is superior. I will not argue this fact. Anyways, do you think you overate because you had a piece of pie? Or is your body actually giving you signs like a stomach ache or being uncomfortably full that you ate too much? Again, Be mindful of your reaction to that. Do not get mad at yourself or punish yourself the next day with an over-strenuous workout or extreme calorie restriction. Make it through the holidays, enjoying them, having fun, and making memories. That's it for our November goals. Let me know which ones you're loving and, you know, which ones you're not. That's fine too. And I would love if you could leave this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It takes just a few seconds and you're about to have to change the episode anyways, right? Two sentences and 30 seconds, super quick and easy, and I greatly appreciate it. And of course, if you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness, or you can always email me hello at unstoppablemomsfitness.com. I will talk to you next week. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.